I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get started. Hello. Hello. We are back. And we are better than ever. (laughs) Hi. Oh, man. We are slightly incompetent podcasters. <laughs> I was but gonna, we're here. I was going to argue, but nope. Here we are. We're here, and that is half the battle. Half of the That's battle. What my dad used to say, anyway. It's all about showing up. It's all about optimism. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I am excited about the Bachelorette tonight. I know finale. Finale. I think right. Yeah, it is better it gonna be. Going to be like a four-hour ordeal. It- I'll tell you what, it better be the finale because I don't know how much longer you could drag it out. I don't know how, yeah, with zero people left. Zero people there. I mean, I know. There's nobody wants to be there. Nobody. Everybody's <laughs> miserable. No. It's right? been the, yes, the weirdest season. It is. So, yeah. Although, I, probably the most equitable in terms of like people being honest if they're not feeling it. I I am all down for that. Yeah. Because I feel like there's always this attitude that it's the girl's choice. And then the girls get it irritates me. They get so angry when a guy says how he feels. Right. Like how dare you? How dare you? How dare you how speak your opinion? Dare in this you not be ready to propose after knowing me for How a month? do you not want me? Like if you are like really into this relationship but they're not ready to propose because it's been weeks. Like, I don't understand why you can't just go, okay, but, like, you're the guy I like the best, so let's give it a let's shot. Let's date. Let's keep dating. Yeah, but it's like, we're, the, yeah. we're 24 and we're old maids. <laughs> Rush to the altar. Yeah, and you know what, ladies? Let's just be honest. Okay. Marriage is good. Yeah. But it could be a little overrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really mean that. You know I don't mean no. that. But And dating is overrated. You so. have your whole life to be married to somebody let's let's do i make much better choices at let's say 30 30 32 Mm -hmm. than i did at 23 yeah 26 even (laughs) yes right yeah so don't lock yourself into a life of 26 or 23 year old especially based on the five men that stayed in your pot that you've known for eight weeks let's yeah i the thing i'm the most excited for is bachelor in paradise though oh yeah i've missed it that's a train did we have one last year Mm -mm, i don't think so it's my favorite of the franchise i know it's so and whatever happened to old people bachelor i remember yeah they must not have got any applicants because they were (laughs) promoing send in if you want to be the next senior bachelor or date the and then nothing. Yeah. Nope. Old people were like, hell to the no, we're not doing that. No, we're not idiots. They have more self-respect than our generation for <laughs> more sure. Dignity. I'm not, I'm not going to go out whoring around with 25 other women. I can do that in the nursing home. Ew. <laughs> Don't they have to like, have you heard how like they have to do like STD awareness in oh, nursing homes? Yes, it is rampant. Just because you can't get pregnant does not mean that you that can't, you can't spread <laughs> funk. Oh my gosh. The thought of that is uh, disturbing. Traumatizing. Traumatizing. Upsetting. Yep. Frightening. We'll see when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So, is anything tickling your fancy or poking your boob? 
Oh, let me think. I, why do I have such a hard time with this? I know. I've been thinking all day. I'm like, I have nary a fancy has been tickled. No, no. Like I it's just, been such a basic white girl week. Yeah, there's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like something that I've loved all along but didn't realize how much I loved it till I lost it. Mm, yeah. Creamer. <gasps> Coffee creamer. Yes. I I live for that stuff. I do too. So you're off the dairy? You're oh, off, I, off the milk? Off the cow? I am off the teat. The proverbial <laughs> teat. But it, okay, so got this idea to do the E2M whatever. Pick the worst time in my life that I could do this E2M. This um, is like a diet. Diet plan. I mean, it's, it, it, no, it is a lifestyle. <laughs> it's Stop. eight weeks. It's a diet. It's a diet. Week one, you're like. Because no one wants to live like that Nobody forever. wants to live like that. No. That's why they sell it as an eight-week program. Yeah. But you have to exercise every night and you have like, they give you this list of exercises. But you should see people coming out of these programs. They're freaking ripped. Have you had to sweat? Have you sweated? I, I. I'm proud to say that I am three weeks in and have not exercised once. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show them. Yeah. But week one, you could only eat. uh, It was like no sugar. So it was protein, a vegetable, um, and then a fat, like a healthy fat. Okay. And and then you, it's like kind of intermittent fasting. So you eat your three meals, whatever. So I was miserable for the first couple of days, got the headache, got the, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. completely went didn't drink any soda. I was doing so good. I did about a week or so, like totally good. And then the night of your barbecue, yeah. I <laughs> took my cheat meal. Yeah, you're allowed. Actually, I took my cheat <laughs> meal the day before when we went to breakfast. With those fried potatoes that oh. I can't stop thinking about. Yes. And so then the next day I'm like, well, I didn't really have a full cheat meal. I only had part of a cheat meal. So I finished my cheat meal the next day. <laughs> And then it slowly tanked from there. Oh, it's so um, hard. But I mean, I was drinking like like no sugar in my yeah. coffee, no like black coffee, no nothing. Yeah. And the other day, I'm like, nobody should live like this. <laughs> no. You, know, no. you know, nobody should live like I know. this. So I'm back and better than ever. Oh, good. Good. I hate it when you diet. I know it's stupid. I know. I try to be supportive, but I'm like, oh, let's go out to eat. Do you know I have never <laughs> successfully completed... A diet. I have never successfully lost weight in my entire life. <laughs> well, you don't need to. No. Eh? But remember when we did the three-day diet? And then in like the last four hours, we ate like 17 chocolates that your daughter had sent you. Like we couldn't even do three days. We were so depressed. And we were so grumpy. And we were like, we recorded a YouTube video. And it was just like we were lifeless souls. <laughs> like, like three two days. S- <laughs> two sloths in a lawn chair. <laughs> But I, I mean, I look back and I realize that I struggle to follow through. Yeah. I mean, I have never, like I've gone through periods of time where I've gained weight and I've lost weight, but never intentional. <laughs> it's like, I'll, you know what I mean? You like, have followed through in other areas of your life. Though. Other areas, but I don't like to be restricted. Uh-uh. I don't ever want to be restricted. It's not good for from, us. From anything, really. It's not good for us. It's not yeah. good for anybody. Nope. Okay. Well, okay. I love coffee creamer too. So that's and that be mine too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, let's just dive let's right in. Dive into the weird and wacky worlds. Yes. Let's do. Okay. So we have talked about the Mandela effect we on previous episodes and how freaking fascinating it is. 
So I saw this TikTok that is one that I hadn't heard before, and it blew my mind. Okay. So Jamie's going to play it. I am going to play it. If you were a kid in the 80s and 90s, your parents got these envelopes in the mail from the Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. And you could fill it out and send it in for a chance to win like a million dollars. And if you won that million dollars, a guy named Ed McMahon would show up on your porch with a big ass check, some balloons and a camera crew and knock on your door and film your reaction. We all remember this, right? Yes. yes. Wrong. It never happened. Ed McMahon never worked for, made commercials for, or was affiliated with the PCH in any way possible. And the internet is backing this up. You can't find footage of Ed McMahon delivering checks on the internet. It's been wiped from existence. They're saying that we're all wrong. It's something called the Mandela effect, where this large group of people remember something incorrectly and nobody can explain why. His face was on the envelopes. First, you need to know right? that I am willing to die oh, on it. this hill. That's so it. if you're gonna come in the Okay. Okay. Do you remember Ed yes. the commercials? Yes, Ed the publisher's clearinghouse. Because when you opened up the envelope, like you could, there were like you could buy things. Do you remember? You could like order something, and it was not supposed to increase your chances or something. Right, right, but right. I remember those envelopes. I remember the envelopes, and I remember the commercials. And Ed's fat ass on yes. the TV. Yes, with a big check. the checks and surprising people. No, apparently there was like a committee of like people that would go deliver the checks they did deliver the big checks but there he was not there he was uh, oh never my gosh. affiliated see because i remember even feeling like well what if you didn't know ed mcmahon <laughs> right so they bring the check and you open the door and there's just this old guy standing there with a six by six check <laughs> and how weird right that we is were... impossible i know apparently he worked for another that wasn't public publishers clearing house and the ads would kind of run like at the same time but they he didn't deliver checks like that's the thing like i'm like okay if it was something similar maybe we're just confused if it was america's public house or publishers clearing house or whatever it was but he never delivered checks and that's what's blowing my mind cuz i can see the commercials of him at the door yeah and everybody's laughing and happy and to see screaming, him and they open the door and there's ed so why don't they want us to know this I don't know. He's dead now. So maybe, I don't know. It died with him. But why, why all these weird, I mean, it has to be a glitch in the universe. I know. It has to be because there's no reason why people would be like, let's mess with America. <laughs> let's pretend that Ed never delivered checks. Why? Yeah. But why do we all think he did? We know he we did. Know. <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. And then my brother a while ago had sent me like a... A picture, you know the Berenstein Bears Mandela yes. effect one. Yep. So it what what was it? it was Berenstein Stain, Stain and Stein? But now it's actually Stein, and everyone remembers it the other way. The Berenstein Bears. Yeah, yeah. He sent me like a. I'll post it. It's a picture of a book where it's spelled one way, and a movie like based on the book where it's spelled the other way. See. So clearly, something. Is. Somebody probably like that worked for the Berenstein Bears probably had a spelling error, and they're trying to cover it now. So, yeah, something. Speaking of weird, I went to the movie the other day. The previews before that movie, there is a new movie with Harry Styles coming out. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like a weird— Isn't Taylor Swift in it, too? Yes. It's oh, going to be her. like a weird Mandela effecty movie, like when things are not as they seem. Oh, really? 
Yes. We have to go see that when it comes yes. out. Yes, I know. I'm very excited because he is very oh, handsome. My husband has the biggest crush on her. <laughs> As he I, I was at the movies with a, fr- a different friend when that came, we saw the preview, and she lit- I leaned over to one of my friends and said, Aaron has the biggest crush on Harry Styles. Well, at the same time, she leaned over and said, I wonder if straight men like Harry Styles. <laughs> and you're like, ah, it's a fact. And they do. That is he a He appeals fact. to all, um, young and old, male and female. Did everybody. I tell you who I have a sick crush on? Tell me. Um, the guy from Peaky Blinders. I think I might have talked about this before. Yeah. He's a short man, but there's something about him that I've never I... Seen it. Is it Benedict Cumberbatch? No, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Um, I have mm. to look him up. He is so hot. Oh, I, just, mm. I, need, I need a good celeb crush. Yeah. Yeah. To keep we me all going. Do. And do. guess what movie I started watching the what? other day? Um, since we we totally botched this and didn't take a moment of silence for the passing of the queen. I was going to ask you how you felt about it. Um, I started watching The Crown. The Crown. It's so good. Honor. It's so good. In honor. Of My daughter wants to watch it. I'm like, I'll rewatch that with you. There are some inappropriate scenes. Oh, but I've I think it'll probably them. be fine. Um, so do you, how do you feel about the monarch? Well, are you vested? Do you feel emotional? Do you feel connected? Do you follow their lives? Not the way you do the Kardashians. <laughs> But I, on a smaller scale, I guess, no, I don't. Because I, I'm going to be honest, I, <laughs> I forgot who was going to be, take her place. Like, I forgot yeah. that she has, has the son. Right. But anyway, I forgot too. so I said to my sister, I'm like, well, now who's going to be like, I was thinking it jumped right down to, to Philip. Um, Philip. I did too for a minute. No, is that his name? Philip? Yeah. Maybe. No, William. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Who's Philip? Who knows? Okay. Clearly, we don't know anything. (laughs) Philip is the king. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I was thinking it jumped right to William. Okay. Yeah. But then I forgot that my sister's like, tell me you're kidding me. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry that I don't. I'm sorry in my hierarchy on history class in the United States that I didn't brush up. It's funny how Americans feel connected to the British royalty, but yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know you hate famous people, so I was just like, do they qualify? Do you hate them? I don't because they're really only famous for being royal. Tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, I feel like they do a lot of good, but there's also a lot of things that aren't good. So okay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Okay. I won't make you come to a conclusion right now. Okay. I'm just going to watch The Crown and bask in its glory. You'll love it. Okay. It's really, really good. Um, okay. Well, should we move on to Oh Honey? Yes. Okay. So I would like to start today by getting on to the right document. Okay. Um, so this is not a story. This is more, um, I just want your thoughts on this. Okay. Have you heard, and this is on, I believe on TikTok is where this started. Okay. Of quiet quitting. No. (laughs) Quiet quitting. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you because apparently it kind of, I guess it started on TikTok where it showed somebody that was like at work and literally was like doing bare minimum, barely doing their job and was like checking in, checking out, you know. Okay. So anyway, um, it's, so I've, I found an article on it, quiet quitting. Um, it says when someone is quiet quitting, they are not actually leaving their job. Instead, they are choosing to stay in their role, but say goodbye to the unnecessary stress that has been added to their lives from consistently going above and beyond by taking on responsibilities that do not fall under their job description. Mm. Um, While employees of all age can participate in quiet quitting, the group at the helm of this trending workplace development is Gen Z. 
course. Imagine that. <laughs> okay, so quiet quitting behavior. So basically, um, it says our business hours nine to five. That means quiet quitting employees will be there the entirety of their scheduled time, but not one minute before or one minute after. Um, have they been given a workload that is simply not feasible for one person in one day? Well, they'll do what they can, but they won't continue working once they leave the office. Have they been asked to take over someone else's responsibilities in addition to their own? If they are not compensated for the extra tasks, they will not agree to take them on. Okay. So they're literally like um, just being like, nope, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and at first I was like, what a bunch of lazy a-holes, but I don't know. Let me read on. Okay. While some employees and fellow employees, um, while some employers and fellow employees may disagree with the principles of quiet quitting, believing that it shows laziness or apathy for a job is not exactly fair. Um, there are some workers who just want to collect a paycheck without actually doing anything, but quiet quitters don't do that. They okay. don't mind working hard. They just don't see a benefit in sacrificing their time outside of work to do anything extra off the clock or take it on more in the workday that doesn't align with their pay rate or job description. Mm -hmm. So I kind of get it. Right. Um, and it says, um, you know, employee stress is at an all-time high and that basically people are taking their work-life balance into their own hands instead of expecting their companies to give them tasks that meet their job description and that people are just really deciding that um, – like it's it's talking about how employers need to be more aware and compensate their employees for the work they do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that just that like employee satisfaction and people's mental health and all of that is important. Yeah. And if we would if you would do that and compensate your employees adequately, yeah. then then it, then they shouldn't need to work outside yeah. their job hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, when you started talking, I'm like, okay, Gen Z. Yeah, like, lazy Gen Z. Let me see you if suck. I can get paid for doing as little as possible. But yeah, then the more you went, I was like, you know what? Our generation, and I think probably most generations before us, it's like the workaholic generation right. where you do as much and it's glamorized, like working 80 hours a week. Hours a day. You know, yeah. it was the like, I'm so busy and I'm, it's like the, it's, like, yeah, like praised that you work this hard. Mm -hmm. But how many, like how many people our age are burnt out by the time they're, you know, we're 40 right. and we're burnt out and we have no work-life balance. Not me. I clearly <laughs> a lot of balance. work four hours a week. But like you see that so many people that just they have no balance. And it's like right. if a whole generation kind of bands together to be like, hey, work is work. When I'm done with work, I'm done with work. Like that could really change like the mental health of a lot of people. Well, of a lot, yeah. I mean, and you look at the employees that are typically expected to work beyond work hours are those that are salaried, right? So, right. so when they, when you look at their production based on their the time that they put in, they're not or how much they get paid based on how much time they're putting in. They're making like pennies on the right. dollar. Uh -huh. And like I look at my sister, as you know, my sister is in this new job and. Like they're, you know, they have all these really tight deadlines and all this stuff. And there was one day when she was like really just had so much to do. And one of the guys made the comment, well, at least you have a long weekend. And it's like, so she's supposed to sacrifice her four-day holiday weekend oh, to do work that she's not getting paid. Right. Like she's not getting paid for these hours. Right. And, yeah. you know, I mean, even when you make good money, it's like everything, you know, there should be a prize. As long you know? as the people our age and older aren't now left with double the work 
right. because this generation's like drawing boundaries. But it, like maybe we should all take a lesson. Maybe we should all set quiet some quit boundaries and quiet quit. Quiet quit. Can so, I quiet quit motherhood? Oh, Is that a can thing? You imagine? Just just don't say anything. Just quietly. <laughs> just suddenly <laughs> when the just... when the kids get home from school, you just stand up and exit the room. <laughs> Bye. I just walk in with their unfolded laundry and just set it on their bed. No, I want you to pick it up and I want you to dump it and smile (laughs) while you're doing it as all their clothes rain down. Walk away. Ooh, have you seen that preview for that horror movie called Smile? Smile. (gasps) That looks so Uh, creepy. There's also another scary one about possession. I'm scared that their eyeballs roll back in their head and it's super creepy. I saw another TikTok. I feel like maybe this Gen Z generation is onto something though because I saw another one young mom and she there was like life hacks and she's like I don't fold my kids clothes she literally this is like a toddler mm-hmm. takes the clothes out of the basket puts it in the drawer so they can find their shirts there because what like they're not going to stay folded in the drawers and I'm like oh why why did I spend hours with my kids baby life folding onesies and folding little tiny but they'll be all wrinkled but it's a toddler and she claims they're not <laughs> Like, I, that's what I thought. I'm like, ew, I'm not sending my kids out in, like, wrinkly clothes. But she claims that they really, like, she sets them in there lightly. They're not all shoved in there. And that they don't get wrinkled. <laughs> well, it's like my chony drawer, right? Yeah. Like, all my chonies are shoved yes. so hard into I a drawer. I stopped folding underwear a few years ago. I used to fold every little thing of underwear. I my, fold my husband's underwear. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't. My, I don't do, yeah. I don't fold my husband's underwear or undershirts. I, I do. just throw them all in a pile. And now. there's a system. There is nothing happening. I'm, I'm simplifying. I'm quiet quitting laundry. I love that for you. Right now. I have quiet quit dinner for some um, time. Pajamas. Now. Why do we fold pajamas? I well, I guess I do. I do. I have my whole life. I, I have Not anymore. To. I've quiet quit folding folding pajamas. I love that. I know. It's a good idea. I know. See, look at us. I know. We're so Gen Z. Why? Why? Yeah. We are so Gen Z. <laughs> We're so Gen Z. All right. I have a baby name one for you. Oh, good. Actually, all of mine came from your sister, Robin. Oh, good. So did I you s- take all the ones that she texted us? Yeah. <laughs> You're all in one foul swoop. Look at you quiet quitting. You're quiet quitting <laughs> me. quiet quitting podcast. Because I forget about them. Because when I go to look for stories, I go to like the Reddit or my Facebook. And I have all these texts with ones Robin sent. So I'm like, I'm going to do a whole Robin episode. <laughs> this Here's one to this you, Robin. This one's dedicated to you in memory of our queen. Because she loves the queen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> God save the queen. Yes, this is a woman speaking. I have a younger sister, Ella. She got married to Sam last year in a small socially distanced wedding. We knew they'd want kids right away, and last Sunday was the baby shower. I knew she'd announce the gender and name at it, but Sam's mother arranged it, so it was a surprise. During the gender reveal, pink comes out, and we all cheer. Ella goes, okay, name reveal, and that's when she pulls out a baby onesie with Samnella on it. Like Salmonella? Salmonella. Salmonella. There were a few woo noises, but then dead silence. And I laughed, thinking it wasn't real. Then I said Salmonella, like food poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's mom freaks out about how it's a beautiful name. Ella is screaming that I've ruined everything, and the name was meant to signify the coming of them together. Oh, geez. (laughs) The coming together of them. Because Sam and Ella. That's gross and weird. (laughs) My own mother, hissing that I should have kept my mouth shut, how the kid would probably go by Sammy. Not going to lie, I left after that. I'm told the party went on, but the mood was different. (laughs) Family seems mixed on it, with a fair few agreeing Salmonella does sound like Salmonella and caught off guard that have giggled too. 
but also a lot of, well, it's her baby if she likes the name. I do think I shouldn't have laughed, but also, how have multiple, multiple people heard Samnella and just thought, yeah, sounds cute? My sister says everyone else loves it and compliments the name. I think they're just being nice. I think they're idiots. <laughs> and I also think that even if Salmonella wasn't a foodborne il- illness or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> Salmonella is ugly. Yeah. It's just ugly. Have you heard that? <laughs> I know, now you're going to think all I do is watch TikTok. This is kind of true. But also my daughter and her friends tell me there's like a thing where it's like names that would be pretty if they didn't have meaning. Okay. Such as? <laughs> Such as I think someone said um, methamphetamine. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> and what was one of them was like, oh, I can't remember. They were all like things like that. Puberty? <laughs> like it would be a pretty name if I had no meaning. But Samnella? Maybe. Maybe. No. If it had no meaning. Samnella. It doesn't have any meaning. Yeah. Samnella <laughs> is stupid. And where'd they get the N? Sam and Ella Sam would be Samella. Sam in Ella. Oh, like Sam combining, like, like Sam and M. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not Sam Like in salt Ella. and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yeah. Sam Nella. Okay. I'm glad you explained that because mm. that had gone over my head. That's stupid. Like, we're throwing a random N in. Yeah, um, we've said it once. We'll say it again. Someone's got to say it. Yep. And you know what? I People stop like you need to just say what you're thinking. <laughs> you know how is you need it, to quiet quit. You need to quiet quit you. You need to quiet quit. You need to bring people down yep. to reality. Uh-huh. What um, isn't it? Aren't there some countries that regulate names? Yes. OK. Where's the where where's the government when you need them? <laughs> I know. They're here for everything else that we don't need them for. <laughs> So but why don't send an agent over? Let babies be named Samnella. Ugh, mm-hmm. stupid. Very stupid. Um, oh, I can't say that one. I was going to tell you a terrible name, but I might offend somebody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Another day. <laughs> I'll wait. Wait and see who we want to offend. Yes. Okay. Speaking of. Yes. Chlamydia. Think about that. Could chlamydia. Be a, that could be a and pretty name. clammy. <laughs> Gross. But if that had no meaning, chlamydia is kind of a pretty word. Hey, clam. Come here. <laughs> Come here, clam. Stupid. Ew. Um, a little exciting news. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's having a baby. <gasps> I was wondering if you would announce it. And we're doing a gender reveal on the weekend. <gasps> Jamie's going to be a grandma. I'm going to be a grandma. What do you want to be called? Mima. Oh, it's so cute. That's going to be my name. <gasps> oh. Mima. Do we get to decide that as the grandma? Um, or do I, they say this is what I want my kids? Uh, or do we just, is it like a natural evolution? I think it's a natural evolution. How did that come I, up? because when my girl, when my girls were younger, Breeze, for some reason, would always call me Mima. Like, oh, come on, Mima. Or what, like, it was just kind of like a, yeah. kind of a joke, nickname, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now it just, I don't want to be grandma. I don't either. Grandma. Granny. Can I say what Lainey calls you? What her nickname for you is? What? Mother Lord. Mother Lord. <laughs> well, she's not wrong. It's so funny. She's like, Mother Lord. <laughs> oh, I love great. it. Yeah, Mother Lord and Mima. Yeah. Good stuff. Maybe I'm I'll excited. be Mother Lord to my grandchildren. <laughs> All hail Mother Lord. <laughs> if you really made your grandkids call you Mother Lord. And you make them bow. <laughs> so every time they come over, Mother Lord. Hello, Mother Lord. And they bow. Yes. I think that is only so Queen fitting. Mother. Yeah. Oh, I love that. it. 
Okay, you have an O, honey? I do. Okay. Okay, this, I just love this. Okay, my, this is a woman. Okay. Um, sister-in-law, Amy. Okay, she's 26, 28, the sister-in-law's 26, and we're going to call her Amy. Okay. Um, she always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or domes up with some excuses as to why she can't pay her share. Mm. She has implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. No, not my husband should pay, but me specifically. Oh, I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone else every time they come into town. Nonetheless, in the past, I have just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back. She never has. Ugh. She has made a reservation at, or she had made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night. And before we left, I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying her bill. Ooh. This is where I might be the asshole. And I'll admit I got this move straight from an episode of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> As we were leaving, she and my husband went to the car. I pretended I forgot something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. Yes. <laughs> when we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said, no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached in my purse and said, this wallet? <laughs> she was extremely furious. She said that I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So am I the asshole for taking her wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No. I think it's great. It's brilliant. Because if she keeps claiming... But on one hand, she's claiming she forgot her wallet. But on the other hand, she's saying, but you should pay because you make more money. Right. So it's kind of like she's admitting that she's not forgetting her wallet. Yeah, because she just thinks that she just wants her to pay. Yeah. So let's let's discuss that idea that okay. if you make more money than somebody, are you obligated to always foot the bill? No. No. And if you were, wouldn't that make the relationship very, like— transactional or like awkward right. like if you were always expected to pay I just don't know how I would even trust that people even wanted to like hang out with me well and I think it's so ballsy of her yeah to like make the reservation at a restaurant <laughs> and then have the expectation of oh and while we're out yeah you know I yeah. go ahead and pay for this I just think that is so ooh. yeah and really, she if if she legitimately forgot her wallet, wouldn't you be like, "Oh, I'm so glad you grabbed it." Yeah, a few. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> so glad I can pay for my own meal. Yeah, you wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I think it's funny. Oh, I think it's. And funny I too. think first of all, I where is the brother in all of this? Yeah. Right, the brother, or the husband that that's the brother, whatever, should be the one to say, "Look, we you need to pay the bill." Yeah. You need to pay the bill. Yeah. You need to pay your own. We're not paying for it. And certainly my wife shouldn't have to pay for it. That's probably why she comes to visit all the time. She yeah. said she comes all the time. Yeah, She's would, eating good and she's getting free, free restaurant food. Yes. Well, oh, my gosh. That is a brilliant move. I love it. I like it, too. Okay. Um, all right. This is another one Robin said, so you might have read it. Oh, no. All right. My husband's mom moved in with us a week ago. The minute we were informed she was going to move in temporarily until her house gets renovated, we emptied a room specifically for her. It has everything, a bed with a frame, curtains, mounted TV, a wardrobe, etc. She was thrilled with it and loved it a lot. One day I came home and found her in my bedroom sleeping in mine and my husband's bed. <laughs> well, no. I was confused, but she told me she took a nap on the bed and lost track of time. 
Since then, she started talking about how she loved that nap and started hinting about wanting to take naps in the bedroom from now on. I kept ignoring her comments till my husband sat me down and told me that his mom really liked and got used to napping in our bedroom, and we should just let her have her daily afternoon nap in the room. I said, absolutely not, and we started debating. I told him his mom was being ridiculous because she has a whole room upstairs where she could nap. He got upset and said I was making his mom feel uncomfortable and unwelcome with his attitude. I said no and refused to negotiate. He called me selfish and mean for saying no and preventing his mom from feeling comfortable at, quote, his house. But I reminded him I pay full mortgage for the house while he blows money over gadgets and consoles. He accused me of bringing old disagreements into this current conflict to use against him. I said no again. He's refusing to speak to me until I let his mom have her nap on my bed. (laughs) AITA for choosing this hill to die on, as he says. Am I being difficult? No. (laughs) No. This is the thing. She said that she got used to nap. Well, I'm used to sleeping in my bed every night. (laughs) Right. Kind of used to it. Kind of particular about it. Yeah. No, you do not have to give up your own bed. No. For somebody that, I mean, come on. (laughs) And do, does like, she want to sleep in between them? A, I mean, what does she want? It's a daily afternoon nap. Like, it, how did she even end up there in the first place? Like, why was she even in their bedroom? Right. It's not like a pass through and she like got winded and laid down like on the way <laughs> somewhere and then just fell asleep. Fell asleep. Like, oh, that's weird. She planned to go in there and have a nap and then like, I just what? Ew. Yeah, it is. Don't ew. you know what happens in there? Like your and, kid, your son. Like, maybe that's... Too much? Maybe she's got some kind of weird... Yeah. Not enough? I don't know. <laughs> but I do think this, like, the mother needs to be checked. Yeah. She needs to be put into check. Because that's... And it doesn't... I mean, it it doesn't even matter whether the wife is the one paying the whole mortgage or not. No. Like, this is your home. Yeah. And it almost sounds like she might just be doing the kind of, like, testing thing. Like, I'm going to yeah. see I'm the mother-in-law. Like, And some manipulative far, people yeah. just do that. They just see, like, how far they can push it. If she can drive a wedge in between her son and the wife. Like, it, it could be about way more than a, the actual right. nap. Like, you almost need some context as to, the like, what the relationship is like. Yeah. But you give her an inch. She is going to take a mile, She's going to take son. the whole damn comforter. She is going to be in that bed. The memory foam. She's going to be soaking in your bathtub. Pillow in between her knees. She is going to be Mm-mm. rummaging through your underwear drawers. <laughs> you just don't even let that start. So you got to rein it in. Yeah. Ew, can you imagine walking in and your mother-in-law's just on your bed asleep? I mean, I guess I... I, I if mean, they I, had their own room. Yeah. not No, that would be weird. <laughs> like, I wouldn't... It's just the presumptuousness of, oh, I really like this bedroom better. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Well, would you like my car, too? <laughs> right. Do you want, like, what else do you want? <laughs> right. My closet? It's so, yeah. Ugh. It's weird. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Okay. These are also cut and dry. So cut and dry. We're we have like, nothing yeah, to say. We're, asshole, asshole. we're just the messenger. Move on. Move on. Okay. <clears throat> Basically, I, okay. 19, have been best friends with Devin who is 20. So 19-year-old okay. girl, best friends with Devin, who was 20. Okay. Um, best friends since they were teenagers, Aww. around 13 or 14 years old. We've been extremely close since then, and his friendship means more to me than any other relationship in my life. When we were around 16, he casually said, hey, maybe we should get matching tattoos to remind us that we're always there for each other. And I said it sounded cool, and it wasn't really mentioned again. We were minors at the time, so it wasn't exactly plausible. Okay. 
But recently, we passed a tattoo place, and I joke and I joked. Remember when we were younger and wanted to get matching tattoos, which led to a discussion leading up to us deciding that we wanted to do it for real. Okay. We took a few days to decide on the design. My friend is a graphic designer, so she made it for us. Wow, I don't know if it takes a graphic designer to plan a tattoo, but different story. Okay. But it's basically a light bulb shaped like a heart with the words, I'll be your light, love you always, sort of woven through the image. Mm. The light bulb thing is an inside thing between us, and we'd always say, love you, I love you, so it wasn't anything off-putting. Yeah. But then the day before the appointment was scheduled, Devin's girlfriend, ooh, ooh, enter girlfriend, Bianca, came up to me hysterically saying that we couldn't go through with the tattoo. I'm assuming Devin must have told her. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Good assumption. Good call. And that she is a psychic. She didn't really give me any room to speak, but she talked a lot about how uncomfortable the idea made her because they've been in an extremely serious relationship for a while, and he was starting to consider a proposal. But I told her that I was still getting the tattoo, as Devin had been an important part of my life for years, and it meant a lot to me. And the tattoo was our idea together, not just mine. Good point. Okay. Obviously, we went through with it. Ooh. <laughs> Bianca's going to be married. Bianca is not going to be happy. Bianca's going to be raging. Okay. I love um, that she said, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, we did it. Of course, we did. Um, we went through it with it, and it felt really nice for a while until Bianca called me and started freaking out. Apparently, I'm a horrible person, and the tattoo was too romantic, even though it was not in capital letters. We're just extremely close friends. I'm sure she has friends. She would say, I love you too, and it's not a big deal. But now she's saying she wants it to be removed, and I don't really know what to do. Because on one hand, I don't want to be responsible for ruining Devin's relationship, possible marriage. But on the other hand, I do not want to get rid of the tattoo. So then what? there's then she's added some conditions down here because, like, you know how people always write. Yeah, what but, about this? What about this? So yeah. here are her edits. Okay. Number one, Devin does not want to remove the tattoo either. Nor does he want me to remove it. Okay. Well, it sounds like Devin and Bianca have some things to talk about. Right. Because this girl in the middle, it doesn't really have, um, I mean, that's Bianca's issue with Devin. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why is Bianca like, going after the OP? Like, what? Yeah. That Why is she the one that's in yeah, trouble? Yeah, Bianca, why who are you she, dating? Right. Why is she mad at her instead of the, the boyfriend that's actually, like, maybe splitting his alliance or whatever? Yeah. Number two, we have never been in a t- we have never been together romantically at any point in our friendship. I am a lesbian. Okay, see that's a big that, that's big. Uh huh. Three, we've both had issues with our mental health, and we've been the only ones to help each other through it over family, other friends, and partners. The light concept is because we brought light into the other's world when it felt completely hopeless. Aww. Number four, Bianca said that because I was a girl, the tattoo meant something else, and she wouldn't have cared if I were a guy. What? And what does that mean? I, I don't know. I Bianca. mean, like if she is a lesbian, she's not into Devin. Right. What is the difference? So it what doesn't, does it matter? it's no different. Yeah. Number five, reiterating that when we say I love you, it's completely platonic, but we've been through a lot together. How could we not love each other? I have other friends who say, who I say it to also, maybe not as much, but it's not an exclusive thing at all. He's the same with his other friends. Also, it has meaning for us, especially me. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bianca, so, A, we already covered she's mad at the wrong person. Yes. But B, that a whole idea that like a man and a woman, regardless of their sexuality, can't be friends and like is, have this huge past is ridiculous. It's lame. You can lame. have You can have a good, close best friend that is 
Yeah. Not like a romantic interest. Whether you're both straight or not, like it, it can happen. It, and it has. And it does. And it will. And if you have an insecure partner, that that would be a big problem. Yeah. But the thing is, is Devin is really slipping up here. Yeah, because Devin. Devin, why aren't you talking to Bianca? Right. Communicate. No wonder she thinks that you're hooking up with this girl. Why? Yeah. Why? You're not communicating. Devin needs to get in here and clear troubleshoot. His what? Yeah. Where's your tattoo with Bianca? <laughs> but like girlfriends are temporary. Like they have like a lifelong. But they're in. They're gonna get engaged. Maybe not. It's they're not sad. engaged now. Well. Maybe this is going to ruin – if this ruins the whole relationship and they don't get engaged over this, then it should be. Like, they shouldn't be together if she's going to be that insecure. Because If you love someone, uh-huh. you set them free, Brooke. Yes. <laughs> if they come back, it was meant, <laughs> it was to, meant be. to be. But I would be a little miffed. If you're Bianca? Yeah. Well, a little. I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at the girl, but I would be like um, – I'd be mad at Devin. Yeah, Dev. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy. Like, do I have to look at your tattoo with another girl every time I am around you? Right. Do I have to sleep in bed next to this, <laughs> Devin? But I do feel like the fact that she's a lesbian makes a difference. Am I being like... Either way, it's an intimate, intimate tattoo. Okay, but what another, if he had an intimate relationship? What if he had a tattoo with a brother or like a... Someone that he was close with. Blood is thicker than water. Okay. You cannot compare Bianca to his brother. What if it was a guy friend and they had this tattoo and it was all lovey-dovey? Oh, I think maybe you ought to question your relationship. <laughs> I, I No, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. I just— I agree I wouldn't like it if I was Bianca, but she's going after the wrong person here. That's right. And may I recommend something? Yes. I wouldn't recommend getting a tattoo— with somebody's name in it, Mm-mm. or <laughs> somebody's, you sound, you sound like you're speaking or, <laughs> or something maybe like meaningful and intimate with another person. Yeah, just I mean, like how many even if your best friends that you had when you were a teenager are still your best friends? Okay, well I do have a tattoo with one of my childhood friends. You do? I do. You. I know. Um, (laughs) Why don't we have a tattoo? I don't know. We. I have been trying to get one. I know. I'm tattooless. Um. I. One of my friends that I grew up with. Like I've no. I don't remember meeting her. I've known her my whole life. And we got a matching tattoo of a daisy on our on our arse. Aww, that's cute. So I'm daisied up. You're daisied up. But then I had a tattoo of my ex husband's name. (laughs) So that was a little awkward. (laughs) It has been. Yeah. So revamped. It. Well. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, this might be a thing for Bianca to go, maybe I don't want to put up with this other woman my whole life. Or yeah. for Devin to go, okay, am I am I moving on with a girlfriend, possibly fiancé? They're only, like, 20, though. Yeah. Or or yeah. is this friendship worth more to me? Because at some point, you are gonna, if you get married, you are going to have to put that person before right. your best friend. But, like, eh, probably time but to start thinking about that. if it's going to work out, you're going to have, there has to be an understanding. Yeah, that's what, it's, yeah. Right? I mean, like, I have a lifelong best friend that I grew up with that's a guy. And when my husband and I started dating, we all did things together. Right. So it's like we're all friends. I mean, and he knew that it was a platonic relationship and whatever. And he also had a best friend all through high school and after that was, that's a girl. Yeah. And so we both kind of had, we both knew that you could have a friend that was not an intimate relationship or whatever, but... 
But you also have to tread lightly because yeah. there's grounds for. It's true. You know, you do have to be careful. Okay. Very careful. Hmm. Bianca. 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 All right. Should we, should I do it? I have another one, but it's very cut and dry, just like all my other ones. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so I'm going to do a TIFU. Wow. I feel I like that's personal. Love these. TIFU. TIFU. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. I was just going to say that to you. <laughs> How had no one thought of that before? Whoever wrote that song. I don't know. Okay. So the way that this writer writes this is very funny. So she says, the wound is still fresh, so bear with me. So the first chapter is the discovery. I had a rough day and my fiance's algorithms are top notch. So I was scrolling through his apps to entertain myself, hoping for a pick me up. He went to take a shower. I opened his Instagram, got bored with Reddit and noticed he had a couple of new DMs. We don't snoop through each other's phones, but we don't try to hide anything either, or so I thought. So I clicked on them just to see if they were important because he doesn't check Insta that often. Well, I see the DMs are from a deleted account, thus sparking my interest. So I click and I scroll. Messages go years back, maybe 20 to 30 messages total. Some winky faces, some slightly sexual memes, and a few photos of lingerie. Nothing outright incriminating, but who is this bitch? My heart dropped. We're getting married in less than five months. These messages aren't okay. He's not a cheater. Never once have I questioned that, nor has he given me any reason to. I start to see red. The next chapter is the confrontation. <laughs> I put on my big girl pants, wipe the tears, and storm into the bathroom, rip open the shower curtain, revealing this idiot's, although glorious, naked body. <laughs> he, though quite startled, raises his eyebrows and smirks, looking to join. He says, wrong move, buddy. I go off, you know, like a badass. He denies it, you know, like a liar. I hold his towel hostage and toss him his phone so he can see for himself. He scrolls and pulls off this wildly confused demeanor. I literally see blood leave his face. He just kind of says, stuttering, baby, I don't know. We go back and forth. He swears up and down. He has no idea who this could be. I'm just as surprised as you are, he claims criminally. So I take his phone so I can quote this other woman for emphasis. The reveal. <laughs> I read in my best Valley Girl voice and scroll to the most recent received messages. I notice for the first time, inconveniently so, a picture she sent of a guinea pig. I think, oh, hell, I love guinea pigs. Then I remember I have seen this guinea pig before. Then I realize she is me. <laughs> I deleted all my social media almost a year ago. Neither of us remembered any of the messages we sent. I start laughing and happy crying. My fiancé looks as if he just won the lottery and received the death penalty simultaneously. <laughs> the aftermath. Now we sit, both recently showered, debating whether or not we should welcome a guinea pig into our family. I am so embarrassed. He is so relieved. We are crazy stupid and so in love. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I know. Did you think that was going to end I did. I thought that was going to end poorly. And poorly. Very poorly. Yeah. But I can totally see that happening. Like, yeah. I don't remember conversations I had two days yeah. ago, yeah. let alone, like, And you know how, like, when you, when you see something or you hear something that, like, sets you off and, like, you, you just see red. Like, you can't rationalize. <laughs> it becomes, like, carnal impulse. It's like you're in, right? like, a tunnel and you, yes. You can hear the blood beating in your ears. And, yeah. Your stomach would just be in, like, knots. You're getting and, married and you just found out, like, this would be the end of your relationship. So yeah. you wouldn't really be able to think very clearly, I don't think. <laughs> that is I funny. could easily. Sometimes I look back, like, on my Facebook memories from a year ago, and I'm like, I don't even Who remember are that. are these people? Like, what? I said that? So 
So very easy. I'm glad I'm not just 43 because they're young and that happened to them yeah. too. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, shall we talk about last week's The Barren Truth? Barren Truth. Which was either tell us something you hate that most people seem to love, which is most people did that one, or uh-huh. something that you love that most people hate. Oh. We got some good responses. Let me find them. Do you want to read them since I can't see? Sure. Do you have one? No, I have yours. No, do you have a personal one? Oh, things that I... Well, start reading those because I might be able to add in a few thoughts. Okay. Brittany says pumpkin spice lattes or anything pumpkin, anything fantasy like Twilight or Star Wars, Stanley mugs, (laughs) cold shoulder shirts. Vaping, I literally would rather people smoke than vape, stiletto nails, in and out burger, Costco. Fad, <laughs> I love Costco. Fad diets, lip filler. And then she says, man, maybe I need to think about things I do like. <laughs> Is that all one person? Yeah, that was just Brittany. <laughs> She's, she had a lot of them. Okay, but do you hear her? All these things that I have, I I have said these things to you. She is lip one fillers. of us. Yes. Okay. Except Costco. I do I love like, Costco. I like in and out I've never eaten it in Oh, it's good. Although last time we were in San Diego, <laughs> we had to, we ate there like 18,000 times. Ew. And it got old in about two days. So um, my sister Tammy said, well, today it's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she said, but I'm usually not like that. <laughs> uh, my brother Greg said, for me lately, it's the word triggered. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know how bad I hate that? <laughs> yes. Like you're taking away all of the real meaning of the word triggered. Right. Like, everybody thinks that they're triggered. No, you may not like, like, now I'm triggered. Now I'm triggered because of this word. Because just because I don't like something doesn't mean I'm triggered. Right. That's what he said. He said, people just throw it around willy-nilly now to describe anything they don't like. Yeah. Like, somebody brings me in, why is this man staring at me? Somebody gives you something or asks you to do something. Oh, I'm triggered. Well, you just triggered me and now I have to, yeah, or trigger warnings. Well, yeah, actually, those war- can be helpful. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. And I came back with or OCD. Like everyone says, oh, I'm, I'm so OCD. I'm so OCD or my mm. OCD doesn't let me do this or I have to do this because of my OCD. You might be OCD about certain things, but you're but not. that doesn't mean you are OCD. Right. Yeah. And or that you have OCD. And the, it, people do that a lot with anxiety. Mm-hmm. My anxiety. Mm-hmm. My, like it's bubble wrapped and carried in a little package in their arms. <laughs> like my anxiety. Not You can be uncomfortable. Right. Not everything is anxiety. Right. Yes. Not everything is. Yes. Don't make, I mean, not to minimize true anxiety. Right. Well, I think that's what the problem is, is that you overusing it does minimize. And then anybody that has it, you're like, oh, my hell. True PTSD with like the yeah. triggers or yeah. true OCD where it's like. Like it minimizes the yeah. real ailment. You might you be will. obsessive about, Gre- my brother Greg said he has eaten cereal out of the same bowl and spoon for like 20 years. <laughs> And he's like, that's his OCD thing. Yeah, yeah, you're obsessive about your cereal bowl, yeah. but you don't have diagnosed ACD. You're not. Nope, you're not. Um, my niece Autumn said the Christmas story. Like the yeah, movie. That's, aw. I know. Um, Ashley says Harry Potter, pickles, and true crime podcasts. Um, I would agree with the Harry Potter. I've, I've just never, I just am not a Harry Potter <sighs> freak. I love it. I know you do. Um, Katie says cold cheese, soft cheese, nacho cheese, cheesy eggs. Also gross. The only acceptable cheese is when it's in Italian food or melted on a hamburger. And I think that is the most blasphemous thing I've is read that my all Katie? day. Nope. Okay. My friend Katie Tucker. Okay. 
um, who I played pickleball with this morning. Wow. It was fantastic. Um, Cassidy says Disneyland and peanut butter. Who are you? Who are you? What kind of sick, <laughs> sick, <laughs> savage, demented Disneyland? Disneyland. Wow. Although wow. there's haters. It's crowded and hot and sweaty, germy and, and overpriced, expensive. But food's expensive. But, but it's Disneyland. But they have Dole Whip and <laughs> churros. Okay. Um, Michelle says going on vacation. Um, Marie says Somebody yogurt. shake her. What do, you, what do you mean going? I don't know. You don't like to go on vacation? I know. What does that mean? Who is this, Michelle? I know. Michelle Michelle Ray. Michelle Ray. Heather's you have not traveled with the right people. <laughs> yes. Clearly. Girls trip. Maybe not traveling with children. Maybe yes. that's the problem. Yes. Oh, Family that is vacation. the problem. Yeah. Um, Jamie Hester says bacon, steak. She hates meat. I know. She said even worse when it's bleeding. Coffee tastes like dirt without creamer. Maybe. Yep, yep, you're right. Um, her boyfriend doesn't like cake or brownies. She says, I could bathe in cupcakes. Who doesn't like cake? I don't love cake, to be honest. I love cake batter. Mm. Like, give me a good mm-hmm. chocolatey cake batter. Yes. I will eat that up. Brownie batter. Mm, I'm more of a Ooh, cake batter. I like brownie. Have you ever, probably not, taken ice cream and poured cake or brownie batter over the ice cream no, and mixed not. it up? No. Oh, hell, it's so good. Mm. My sister, Heather, and I were doing that one time with hot cocoa mix. Oh, yes. I've done that. And, but she, in, like, yeah. we were doing it, and then we were, like, eating it and laughing, and she inhaled <laughs> the like hot the, cocoa the mix. cinnamon she d- Yes, and she got bronchitis. <laughs> she was, like, literally, like, hospitalized for, like, inhaling cocoa. I swear. Oh, that's sad. Um, another person said steak. I love steak. I do, too. Um, is that all of them? Yeah, that's all of them that on my account. Oh, did you want me to look on mine? That's okay. I don't think I have friends on mine. Okay. Um, oh, yes, I do. Oh. oh, whoa. 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 Someone's coming in hot and heavy. My child <gasps> said Harry Styles. <gasps> Breezy? Carly. Car- Carly? Carly? Harry Styles. Okay. I mean. Fine. fine. I mean, just forget those $300 tickets I paid for for <gasps> you to go to the... What's it called? Is that true? What's it? What's I don't new, know. What's their band called? Harry Styles is in a band. Oh my gosh! One Direction. Are, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh really? <laughs> Harry Styles. Where do you think he what? came from? I thought he just was an independent. Oh my gosh! Who are you? I, I don't know. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh! Here's some fighting words. Ooh. Somebody said the sun. Give me cloudy dark skies. <laughs> I rather this is Michaela. Jake's cousin. Okay, that's... And then Kim, that I work with, said the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Those, are, Those are fighting words. I will take Heather. that one further and say football. Ooh. And okay. I'll take that one further and say sports and balls. Of any kind. <laughs> don't like them. I don't love sports. Uh-uh. I, no. What else don't I love? I don't. There's a lot of things I don't love. I know. I hate anything that is trendy. <laughs> I hate anything that is, like, cliche, trendy. Yeah. Um, I usually like trendy books, though. If there's, like, a trendy book, it's usually because it's good. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't call it trendy, though. True, true, true. And if it's a trend, I usually don't know about it till two years after yeah. it's a trend. And I don't, like— I can't ever stay on top of trends. And I hate famous people. You do. Um, your, your favorite candy is one that most people don't like— that I love. That you love. Which is Smarties. The Smartie. Yep. Yep. I, that's true. You know what is so, so good? What? Mini Charleston Chews. <sighs> what? They're so good. 
I don't. Sometimes I don't know how we're friends. Dude, the Charleston chew in itself is good, but you put it in mini form. The chocolate to nougat ratio is perfection. I Try I it. would agree, but whoever <laughs> goes, okay. I mean, I know the answer. It's you. <laughs> Who goes to a store, a candy aisle, a gas station, a movie theater, and is like, "Give me Junior Mints and Charleston chews." Guilty. Yeah, and I, it, that's that's like saying. Give me artichokes but, and, yeah, and a asparagus. <laughs> but Smarties are somehow... Let me have a drink of whey protein. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> that is not a tree. <laughs> so gross. Oh, a nerd rope? A good nerd rope? Have you had you one know of those what? lately? Have you had the little nerds? The nerd the nuggets. Nuggets. Now, oh, those are... That's next level. That is next level. The chewiness to crunchiness factor. is it's mm. And it's like it doesn't even taste that good. It's more of the, like, experience. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a fruity candy person, but the texture of those two combined is just gets heavenly. my motor running. It does. Better than any balls. Footballs. Soccer balls. <laughs> Golf balls. <laughs> what about pickleballs? Okay, true. I do like a pickleball. Okay. Fair enough. Team aggressive sports. I don't like aggressive team sports. That is more of a qualifying factor. Oh, I just... Mm. I know. I'm boring. <laughs> I wish I had something that I could get excited about, though. Yeah. Besides The Bachelorette. <laughs> I know, right? Something that's, like, not... Like a team to root for besides, like, Team Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> team Chris Harrison. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, well, thank you for listening. And have a good week, and and goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TruthFairiesPod, and send us an email at TruthFairiesPod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 